In this episode, we're going to be talking about blogs to boost website traffic and SEM. So it's Chelsea and James here and we're having a conversation about um, how to use blogs to effectively boost your website traffic and to help with your SEO. And um, this is um, this is a question we get asked a lot, isn't it, James? It is. Um, it, it, it's a funny topic, really, because um, everybody, when they want when they have a website, wants a news page and 90 percent of people never put anything on it or they start putting something on it and you go back to it a few years later and it, and it literally says, you know, well, this is our Christmas opening hours, 2015, um, and it's been abandoned. Uh, but but really, the point of having it in the first place wasn't even necessarily just to share news. It's to give the website a space to put more content um, that's relevant to keywords that maybe they can't fit into every other page. Um, so, you know, for example, if you're a B2B business and um, you've got lots of things to talk about and lots of things that you want to get found on SEO for, a blog uh, is actually a great place to be able to create content that fills it with that kind of um, sort of keyword rich content um, that, that uh, Google will pick up on and start reading the text of. Um, just from your experience, Chelsea, what kind of um, blog content um, have we written for clients um, that, that uh, would actually help their SEO? Um, so the way I like to look at it is um, you'd kind of have your branded keywords that you'd want on the main pages of your website and um, they would be things that you want people to find your brand for. Um, whereas like the ones that we use for blogs are um, kind of topical and um, more of those informative, engaging ones. So, um, you know, like when people type into Google, um, what does this mean or... Um, how to do something they're really good topics for blogs and um, there's some really useful tools out there as well to um, help you to figure out what people are actually searching for that is around your subject area and um, that's the sort of that's the sort of place I'd start really when thinking about um, the type of content that we can do for clients Um, so I think just off the top of my head some recent ones that we've done um, we've got some um, got some clients in the e-commerce um, in, in the e-commerce sector with um, sales and processes that they've done in place and they wanted to um, talk about the sale a bit more and um, really ramp that up so we created a blog about um, the kind of processes that they have behind their sale and um, how um, how the sale came about um, kind of like opening hours during the sale things like that um just so we can um we can talk about it a little bit more for them and because the sale that they actually do is um, an annual event as well it will work for their seo um because it's going to be something that's repeated and people will start to affiliate that with them um other topics as well more informative ones so um recipes that people can make for some of our clients as well um topics around how products actually work um what to use them with um how to get the most use out of them um and then with those i think for e-commerce clients it's really good because you can actually get the keyword and use the keyword as the name of the product and so people who are searching for that product have something not only to kind of like inform them about the product and to kind of nurture that sale along but also it kind of boosts the rankings up on google for that sort of product type so for example hair wax you can talk about how your hair wax is like the best 
Yeah, that's interesting. So um, in terms of how people find um, the right keywords to put into their blogs, um, is it something that they can do themselves in their website or is it something that they would need external tools to be able to help them to do? I'd always say use external tools because um, even though you can get some limited data with what you're being found for on um, Google Analytics, it literally just is that, like what you are currently being found for. It doesn't give you any kind of future options of things that you could possibly be find, found for. Um, what I would do is, um, and there's like a few tools, um, some of the um, SEO kind of SEO service that we use um, for our clients um, and also just some free ones as well that you can use where you can actually type in like um, a topic so for example um, one for us would be um, I don't know SEO optimization and it will come up with um, the the most popular content that other people have written around it so you can see what is currently ranking well and what people are engaging with it there's other tools as well that show you um all of the things that people are searching to do so um for example with going back to seo optimization and um, some of them would be um what is seo optimization why is seo optimization important and um it almost gives you like a title as well for your blog, especially when you do it that way, because um, you're directly answering the search query that people are putting into Google. So um, it it can be that simple. So another interesting um, thing around these sort of the, these why, uh, what questions in terms of blog copy. Um, obviously, everyone nowadays has seen sort of these voice assistants, things like Siri on iPhones and Alexa, um, things like that. And these typically uh, work through people querying them by saying a phrase like that. So, for example, how do I do SEO? Um, and if you can incorporate some of those uh, why, what, where, how um, phrases into your website blog copy, um, then actually that's a really good way of getting found on voice search because voice search actually looks for those particular phrases individually as well. Um, another way around um, getting that content into your website is typically around having uh, an FAQ section, um, which you could expand on and questions and answers, which again give you a good place to put in um, additional content that maybe isn't relevant to your main product or service pages but gives you a scope to be able to fill your site with content that's keyword rich, um, addresses a, a user, a, an audience need in terms of answering uh, frequently asked questions, but also has the sub-benefit of being found on Google as well. Um, so just um, sort of a, a last point on this really, uh, Chelsea. Um, what Once you've got your blog uh, on your website and, and it's all keyword rich, um, what should you do with it then? Like where should you... Um, push it out and yeah how do you make the most out of the time and effort that you've put into writing it um i'd say distribution can be quite a big topic um, that we can talk about and um, different ways that you can distribute and um, blogs that you write and um, is it best to put it on your website or um, a kind of aggregator website as well um and kind of like the pros and cons of doing this but um, if we're talking about just putting it on um, our website um, the first place I would go to is um, socials because the amount of reach that you can get, especially if you kind of have a really kind of robust hashtag um, structure on there as well, that's definitely the first place I go to just for the publicity as well of getting something out there on your own socials and keeping that content schedule in line. 
um other places as well so like um industry aggregators that you could potentially share them to um if you have partners that you um you've partnered with in the past and they don't mind sharing your blogs for you too um newspapers as well like if you can kind of get things out there what i would say is so if there are going to be multiple blog posts um that all link back to your website but they're actually situated on another service um there you're going to have to tweak some of the keywords so that you're not actually having two pages fighting for the same position on google um because that could be quite problematic and it will diminish the reach of both of them yeah, so that was what was historically called duplicate content um, within websites where, where we used to find this quite a lot where, for example, you've got an e-commerce website that's selling products, but they take the exact same product description from the manufacturer or from another e-commerce website. In Google's eyes, everybody's essentially trying to compete for exactly the same keywords there. Um, and, it, and it's only really then down on the, uh, the domain authority of the website um, in terms of how it ranks them. So it's not an ideal way, really, of, of uh, focusing on your SEO. Um, we always recommend that people have unique content on the site. So uh, whilst it's quite lengthy and time-consuming to make, it is really worthwhile having unique product descriptions, service pages, um, and blog posts, so that even if you are using it on multiple websites, you do think about tweaking it so that it's, uh, it's slightly different um, from site to site. And that will actually give you the most reach for the same value, pretty much. Um, so yeah, so thanks for that, uh, Chelsea. I think that was really interesting. Uh, if anyone's got any questions around how they can use blogs better on their website, drop us an email at hello at somarketing.com.